Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. Hello everyone, welcome to episode number 8 and it's pretty exciting that we've arrived at episode number 8 for one main reason. Cliff Ravenscraft over at Podcast Answer Man recently had an episode where he mentioned that the majority of podcasts for whatever reason, never get past episode number seven. So for whatever reason, seven is the magic number that uh, most podcasts never go beyond. So I'm excited to have an episode eight to publish today. And he also went on to mention that if podcasts make it successfully through 10 and beyond that most of them just continue indefinitely so that is also good that's another milestone I'm looking forward to so at any rate it's exciting we've made it to eight so let's keep things going and today's episode is entitled analysis paralysis or shiny object syndrome and how to overcome that And before we get right into the content, I wanted to thank Doug for subscribing via email this week. Thanks a lot, Doug. Glad to have you here. And let's get right into the content. So this topic came up for not only myself, but uh, I've had other folks ask me or mention or wonder how to get beyond the research phase how to move on to the next project, how to make progress on something new. And this is something I struggle with quite often as well. I'm definitely not immune to this. So what the main issue is that you have all these different ideas in your head or maybe you've written some down. You have all these different things that you may want to start on or experiment with to see if you can make them successful. But What ends up happening is you may get additional emails, tweets, things from people in the industry that you subscribe to, or somebody, you know, sends you an email that says, hey, check out this new product that's going to help you, or check out this new backlinking method, or this is what you've been missing out on, and you're off on a tangent, and you may or may not ever return to your prior project or you may just completely forget about it or you're just going to get sidetracked and not make progress on anything and just get bogged down in doing research on different projects and whatnot and um, that's the basic gist of it. So basically you're over analyzing things, you never make progress on any one topic or you never potentially get started with a new project. So it may be to the point where you're just doing so much research that you never end up initiating and uh, taking that first step, whether it's to create a new niche site, register a domain name, uh, whatever that might be. You may never get past the keyword research phase. Who knows what exactly where you're stuck in the process, but it, it all boils down to the same thing. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips today, a couple of tools potentially that can help you get through some of that. And um, there's a couple of different reasons, first of all, that this can happen. And a lot of different um, folks that have their own websites or um, have advice on the topic, when I did a little bit of research prior to this podcast, some of them do say that it may be due to an inherent lack of focus or you may not realize it, but you may not be passionate about something. So your mind, since it's not focused on that 
single topic is not making progress on it. So it's, it's something instinctual where if you're not giving the proper focus and dedication to the idea, it just might be, you know, one of those small things that you're interested in, but it doesn't demand your focus and attention. So you're not going to make progress on it because you're not 100% passionate about it. And I think that's part of it, but honestly, I don't think that's the vast majority of it, at least in my case and in in the case of many others. So just because you're not 100% passionate about something just yet, I wouldn't say give up on that. And I wouldn't say that that's, you know, your reason that you're not passionate. So if you're thinking, oh, maybe I'm not passionate about that, that could be part of it, but I wouldn't give up so easily. So for instance, I have a couple of different niche site topics that I've been writing down and researching in my spare time, but some of them absolutely I'm not passionate about, and um, some of them I had looked into just because I thought they might be popular and they might be good affiliate products to promote just because that, you know, the traffic is going to be there and potentially you know, the sales and things like that. So a couple of things that I had researched definitely fall into that category. But there's a couple of other things that I've been trying to make progress on. But I think in my case specifically, and probably in the case of many others, you have all these different ideas as someone who wants to be an entrepreneur or is working on their online websites to try to develop their online business, we can fall into the trap of having so many different ideas that we just cannot focus on any particular one. And that's where I'm going to focus some of my attention today on helping you actually clear through some of that and weed that down into particular topics that you can actually focus on and put the other things to the side, save them, you know, put them in a document perhaps. Don't lose sight of them, but definitely block them out of your mind for now. So what I've been doing over the past week or so, there's a couple of different things. I find that if I am not, if I do not have a clear desk physically, if I have papers all over my desk, different things I have written down, and typically I'll have a to-do list on my desk, and uh, there's one right to the right of me here, where throughout the week... I will write down different things that come to mind, and I won't necessarily spend any time on them, but I'm going to write them down. You know, if I have an idea for a particular niche site, I'll write it down. If I have something I want to update on my website or um, one of my niche sites, I'll write that down. And uh, throughout the week, if I have some free time, during the week or on the weekend, I'll just go through, take a look at my list. And a lot of times I won't actually even refer to the list. Just knowing I've written something down generally tends to give me some focus on that. And I find that a lot of stuff that I do write down just ends up getting done. So it's a good way to actually get tasks done is to write things down. But at the same time, you don't want to have, at least in my case, a desk full of clutter. So when that happens, I find that I do not have focus on any one thing. It's like my desk is a snapshot of my mind, is what it turns out being. So if I have papers all over my desk with 100 different topics and no focus on, you know, do this first, this is important, 
you know, prioritizing things. That's kind of the way my mind is. I'll go through the week and not make progress on any particular thing, but I have a lot of interesting ideas on there, but it really doesn't help me at all. It just kind of actually causes me to be more unfocused. So first thing I did was to clear off everything on my desk except for one piece of paper. And what I started to do was to prioritize. So there were things that I wanted to change on my website. For instance, this week I created a uh, contact page on my niche site tools site. So along the top of the page, I now have a link for contact page. And the reason I did that was I received on my forever affiliate site, I received an email from someone saying, I enjoyed the site. I really thank you for leaving a comment on my site. And I just wanted to offer a quick suggestion that it took me a while to find your contact email on your about page. And I was wondering, is there any reason why you don't have a contact page? And I thought about it for a second and really there was no good reason for it. So on that Forever Affiliate site, I created a contact page where you can just put in your name, email, and um, the information that you want to send and just hit submit, and I'll get that email. And I didn't have something similar on my nichesitetools.com site either. All I had was, uh, here's my email address, feel free to email me. And that wasn't very useful, so I actually created a contact page where you can submit a an email as well as that, I also added my links to social media and I also created an account on SpeakPipe where you can leave me a voicemail, which I think was a great addition. It's free for the first, I think, 20 or 25 voicemails that you receive. So there's no charge for that. And I thought it would be great that if you do have a question or you have a topic that you'd like covered on the podcast, that's a great way to just go to the contact page, record a quick question, and I can include that in the podcast episode. That way you'll hear your voice, you'll hear your own question, and it's just an additional um, additional way to connect and, you know, to I can hear your voice, others can hear your voice, so it's better to, uh, if you have a question, to go ahead and go to the contact page and record a uh, quick voicemail, per se, electronic voicemail, and I can include it on a future episode. But uh, at any rate, that, that was one of the focuses I wanted to make sure I created the contact page this week, so that was a high priority for me. It was one of those tasks that didn't take a long time, and I uh, added that to the top of my list, and it got accomplished pretty quickly. So definitely want to, if you do have a, I think you should have a single page, whether it's a written page, a Google Doc, some sort of way to keep track, whether it's Evernote, something along those lines. And then when you definitely write down everything that comes to mind, but create that page, you know, Separate it out to where the it has a high priority at the top, me, medium priority in the middle, and low priority at the bottom. And if you need to, you can reorganize that page on a daily basis or however often you need to. But definitely give it some priority. So, for instance, I have a couple of different niche topics that I wanted to research, but they're very low priority because that's not really what I want to focus on right now. But... In the event that I do want to create a niche site down the road, I do have a folder on my desktop which has some keyword research that I've done through Market Samurai. I've saved some of the results off, and I have maybe 20 different topics potentially that I've done a little bit of research on. I have some numbers as far as search terms go, and I can revisit it that at the in the future when I'm ready to just jump in and create a new niche site. Right now, that's not where I want to focus my time. So I'm just kind of saving that off in a folder, which is not 
viewable um, right from my desktop. I have a desktop folder and then I have a subfolder that says niche site topics. So I don't see that on a daily basis. If I want to go into that desktop folder, I can see what's in there. But I find that if you're looking at either on your physical desk and if you have an office or wherever you do the majority of your work, or actually on your desktop on your computer as well. If you have 100 different icons or maybe links to different websites you've been to that you want to save for later as far as reading goes, if you see that sort of stuff every time you go into your computer, it's going to make your focus, it's, it's going to pull your focus in different directions. So you may be, for instance, this happened to me the other day. I was working on... Um, a topic on a post for a different site and I was looking at my desktop trying to come up with um, different ideas where to go for the next paragraph and I was seeing all these different links to different articles that I wanted to research and what I ended up doing was I ended up clicking on one of those articles you know while I was just sitting there staring off into space trying to come up with an, the main topic for my next paragraph and I ended up going down a rabbit hole and checking out that particular post, I ended up um, linking, going down other links on that post. So half hour later, I realized that, man, I was just trying to do work on that particular paragraph for one particular post, and I went off on a tangent and completely lost focus for a half hour. So that sort of stuff can happen. That's another thing you're going to want to do is not only clean up your physical desktop, but clean up your actual virtual desktop on your computer. So whether that is creating a folder and subfolders underneath stuff just to organize everything, that is definitely something you're going to want to do. So right now I see no icons on my desk other than a folder that says desktop stuff and all the information as far as potential niche site topics, websites that I want to go back to to do some research in the future. It's all in subfolders that I do not see on my desktop. So it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. And it's there for the future when I do have, uh, when I do want to do research, when I am looking for particular topics for maybe I'm doing research on a podcast episode or something. All the articles are still there in a subfolder, but they are not at the forefront of my mind. So I do have one icon on my desktop, which is FBA.txt. And what that stands for is Fulfillment by Amazon. And if you follow along, you know that that's one thing that I want to focus my time on is the Fulfillment by Amazon program. And what I'm going to do is record all of the information as far as links, things I need to research, and potential product ideas that I want to look into in that document. And that's where my primary focus is going to be over the next couple of weeks. So that is the only thing on my desktop at the moment. And I am starting to clear out my actual physical desktop. And uh, there's just that one sheet is on my desk with a couple of different ideas. But I'm going to clear that out as soon as I'm off this podcast here. And so the upcoming week will be focused on finding products for that Amazon Fulfillment by Amazon program. And my goal is to find 10 potential products this week, list them out, list the potential for income for selling those particular products. And then uh, I mentioned to you, I think also that I'm going to be on vacation in two weeks. So I have two weeks between now and vacation. And what I'm going to do is identify those 10 products over the next week. And then I'm going to uh, have the research for those. And then when I go on vacation, I have a book that I'm going to read, and uh, it is The War of Art 
breaking through the blocks and winning your inner creative battles. And it's something that Pat Flynn recommended and someone else, I can't remember exactly who, recommended checking out that book. So I have that book. I'm going to bring it with me on vacation. And it's it's along the same lines as breaking through the roadblocks that are causing us to not make progress and uh, basic inner battles that you're fighting that are potentially stopping you from making that progress that you want to make. So I'm going to have those 10 particular um, products that I'm going to research and potentially try to sell on the Fulfillment by Amazon program. I'm going to read that book on my vacation, hopefully, and I'll hopefully get through that book. And then when I come back, my goal is to get started whether that is trying to find particular suppliers and contacting them or just signing up for the Fulfillment by Amazon program to start selling product. I am going to begin the process when I return from vacation. And um, along those same lines, part of the Part of the process in order to achieve success and to get through those barriers is to actually write down your goals and also articulate them, whether it's in a audio form similar to what I just did on the podcast here, just a way to hold yourself accountable. So if you have another, if you have an existing blog or you have people that you interact with, could be your spouse, could be um, you know anybody in your circle that you talk to about. Uh, your online adventures, it could be Twitter, it could be Facebook, whatever methodology you want to use, just make sure that you articulate to yourself that this is going to be my goal for the week, write it down, communicate it to others, and then you'll hold yourself accountable. And uh, another great way to do that is through a mastermind group, which is something that I got involved with this week. Marcus, uh, one of the folks we've been interacting with on the social comment rotator I've mentioned in the podcast in the previous weeks, which is something where uh, Mike reached out to us, a couple of us, and uh, basically we share posts that we want to link uh, link to and get an interaction from, and then there's a bunch of us that will comment on each other's posts and get some discussion going, and it's a great way to reach out with others and uh, network and along those same lines Marcus reached out to us this week and wanted to set up a mastermind group so we're in the process of forming a mastermind group with I believe six folks at this time and what we're going to do is you know just try to find out where each of us are what our goals are and that's another way to hold yourself accountable not only personally but have others hold you accountable and not only that but to have others help you along the way maybe others have experience in something you want to do or just to offer encouragement constructive criticism and feedback along the way so that's something I think is definitely going to help and uh, not only that just the fact that we're about to get into a mastermind group that's helped me focus as well because if we're going to be speaking about some of the things we're interested in and some of the projects we want to do I felt it was necessary for me to kind of focus my efforts where nichesitetools.com is definitely one of my focuses, but for me, that's kind of on autopilot per se. It's something I'm passionate about, something I'm interested in, but it's not something that distracts me. So I know I have a basically a procedure where for the most part on Sundays, right now I'm recording this on Sunday, I dedicate uh, several hours to actually recording the podcast 
and then I'll usually record it in the morning or early afternoon, and then I'll take a break, go do something, and then usually I'll edit it, do the blog post for the podcast in the evening, and then I'll set it to publish sometime early morning on Monday. So that's something I've already worked into my schedule. During the week, I'll gather, you know, I'll think about particular topics that I may talk about, and I'll grab a couple of URLs or something to do some research with, and um, that's pretty much, I already have built that built into my, you know, week, so that's something that is not, I'm not going to lose focus on that, but that has kind of been, you know, running pretty well. So what I want to do next is expand out and I was thinking about potentially creating new niche sites and things of that nature. But uh, what I wanted to do, I came across the Fulfillment by Amazon program through, I've mentioned before, Pat Flynn's blog and Chris Guthrie's podcast as well. And that's where I want to try to focus some of my efforts. So that's going to be my next project. I'm focused on that. That's where it's going to be. NicheSiteTools.com is not going to suffer. So I'll probably have a lot of details that I could share so I'll either share those in podcast episodes or talk about different things, but that's not going to take away from anything that I'm currently working on. But what I do find is that if I were to be working on, say, a different niche site, like I wanted to create another Forever Affiliate site or I wanted to create another Authority site, it would be difficult for me to focus on multiple different things at the same time that take a lot of effort. So they all the different folks out there that tell you to, uh, when, when you're creating a new project or getting into something new, you want to focus your efforts on that and put everything else aside for the moment. That's absolutely true, I think. The more things I try to do at once, if I've had multiple niche sites in the past, I've had the Forever Affiliate site, I've had the Niche Site Tools site, I had a travel-related site, I had my personal blog. And at the time, I had I was placing... Um, kind of not not restrictions, but I was placing all these different um, goals on myself that I would you know post one to three new posts on my personal blog per week. I was trying to keep up with the niche site tools site. I was trying to create new travel related posts on the other site, and I was it that was a terrible idea because I was not making progress on any one thing, and all of the sites were suffering. So I was getting subpar content on all the different sites and really was not making any progress that was worthwhile on any one topic. So that's definitely something that you'll want to do is try to focus 100% of your efforts if you can on one thing. But like I mentioned, if you have a site that's kind of on autopilot, you do one post a week or do one podcast a week, you can continue to do do that and uh, maybe a lot of the things will overlap and you can share different topics on uh, your authority site or something along those lines. But if you are getting into something big, you're going to want to focus most of your efforts on that and spend your time, the best use of your time on those topics which are going to have the biggest results. So it's also key not to don't get into the perfectionist trap that I get into a lot that it has to be 100% perfect. Work on the new project. Start getting started is the key. Getting, you know, if you need a domain name or you need to register for something, for instance, the fulfillment by Amazon program, you need to register something. You need to contact potential suppliers if you're going to do private labeling or if you're going to be selling your own product or going out and purchasing product, you need to actually go out and do that. 
So things like that are important. Getting started is the key, and uh, don't get bogged down into the perfectionist trap. Progress, not perfection, is the key, and that's something I heard on Internet Business Mastery from Jeremy Fradson, and it's so true. I used to, I still suffer from it, but it used to be really bad where I would sit and create a blog post, and it would take potentially, let's just say, four to six hours to do that, and it would take another three to four hours just to edit that. And I still have that somewhat as far as writing goes, but as far as the podcast goes, I try to go ahead and record it in one take. I'll do minimal edits, and then I will create a blog post to go along with it. So I'm trying to cut down on the time it takes while still having some good content to publish out there. So hopefully everything that you've been listening to and reading on the blog is still of good quality, but uh, I'm trying to cut back on the amount of time that it takes because the longer it takes, the more it's going to pull from other projects. So I definitely want to get uh, the content out. So that's, that's another thing to keep in mind that do not feel you need to be 100% perfect either when you're getting started or when you're moving down the road as far as creating content or whatever it is, whatever it is you might be working on. Don't get bogged down in making it perfect. And um, a couple other tools that uh, I've come across that can help clear things up are going through your email. And if you have subscriptions that you subscribe to on a daily basis or you're you know, subscribing to different blogs, you have different newsletters that you're receiving... And if some of those are coming through too often or they're spammy, get rid of them. Unsubscribe or there's a new tool that I found, which isn't necessarily new, but it's new to me. It's called unroll.me. And I found that on Pat Flynn's blog when I was doing some research for this episode. And what that does is you basically sign in. It's a free account. It goes through your email. If you have Gmail, Yahoo Mail, or I believe Hotmail are the three main ones that are supported. And it will go through and check. It'll find all of your email subscriptions. And for me, it found 113, I think it was. And not all of them are necessarily newsletter subscriptions. Some of them that it detected were um, just particular emails that I've gotten from ClickBank or things like that that aren't necessarily subscriptions, but there, you know, ClickBank will send me emails if there's maintenance or other things they want to tell me. So it's something you're subscribed to, but it may not necessarily be a, a newsletter. But the bottom line is that it goes through and checks those. And what you can do is you can click two things. You can either click to have it add your subscription to a roll-up, which basically means that if Let's say I have 100, 100 subscriptions. If you click roll up for all of them, what it's going to do is save those and it's going to send them to you once a day. So you may get all of those that come through on a particular day. You may get them all the next day at whatever time it comes out. So you can set it to either morning, afternoon, or evening to receive all of those. And it basically batches all those together. So you'll see all of those at one time. So what I find is that I've got a lot of different, I've got about 20 different newsletter subscriptions that come through on a daily basis and some that come through less often, maybe once a week, or they're just emails from companies that I've subscribed or that I've uh, downloaded their product and I'll get an email every so often from them. But what this Unroll Me does is keeps you focused and allows you to read them all at one particular point in time. 
What I was finding recently is that when I'm doing the research for different niches or looking into the Fulfillment by Amazon program, I'll get emails from a lot of these folks that I'm subscribed to. And throughout the day, even throughout my work day, I'll get distracted greatly by all these different emails I'm receiving. There was one particular newsletter that I actually unsubscribed from manually because it was something that I was interested in initially, but what I found was this person has been sending out emails either on a daily basis or every other day basis with all these different niche tools and not necessarily tools maybe, but different products. They're promoting different affiliate products and they're sending out so many per week whether or not they're good products or not is irrelevant because it's the shiny object syndrome that I've been doing research and I'm trying to stay focused on something, but hey, I'll get an email that says, you got to check out this new thing that I just purchased and it's great, it's going to help you do this, it's perfect for this, it's perfect for that. And they're catchy headlines, you'll end up clicking on them and you're down another rabbit hole and you're completely sidetracked and you're thinking, well, maybe this is what I need to spend my time on. This is another great product. This will help me do X, Y, and Z. And I found that despite the fact that it may have some good information, because it was so often and because it was competing with what I was working with, it was easily to get distracted with and based on the you know claims or whatever, it was going to make you you know, check out something further, potentially purchase something that you didn't need at that particular point in time. Something like that I had to unsubscribe from. So that's another option in the Enroll Me. You could either add it to a roll-up where you're only going to receive it once a day at whatever particular time you select, or you can click unsubscribe right there from the Unroll.me online website, and they'll unsubscribe you from it, and you won't receive those anymore. So it's kind of eye-opening that I was receiving emails from 113 different places. You know, some of those are restaurants, like I was getting coupons from Chili's or other restaurants locally and things like that that are helpful when you want them, but not necessarily, you don't need to receive them every single day, and it's just distracting if nothing else. So it, it takes away for your time from something else. So that's something cool. I just signed up for that unroll.me, so tomorrow will be the first day that I receive uh, batch processing as as opposed to receiving those emails immediately. So that's something you can definitely look into. And um, another tool that I found was plugins for your browser, depending on which browser you have, and I'll include a link to some of these in the uh, show notes at nichesitetools.com forward slash the number eight. And um, this has plugins that will block access to specific websites during specific times, or it'll only allow you to access those websites at certain times. So... Usually for me, when I'm editing websites or doing work on niche projects or things like that, I'm going to do the majority of that work between 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. So if I wanted to make sure that I'm focused on doing what I need to be doing rather than checking social media or searching Facebook or whatever it is I might be doing that's distracting me, you can set it up in these different plugins for different browsers so that you can block access to Facebook, block access to Twitter, or certain things during certain times, or only allow yourself to be able to access those sites during certain times. So that's another great tool because I find that uh, if I'm doing something and I have Facebook up or there's a tab with Facebook, I'm going to end up clicking that if I get sidetracked or if I get stuck and I'm looking for specific 
ideas or I'm, you know, just kind of brainstorming, I'm going to click back to that tab just to see what's going on, what somebody's up to, and that's going to just distract the heck out of you and uh, zap your productivity. So that's another potential tool depending on how much you get distracted. I know for me that's definitely something I'm going to look into as well. And on top of that, something I was finding is that on my phone, I had a couple of different games. I was, um, I, I tend to get into different games. So I had Plants vs. Zombies 2 was a huge product or a huge time sucker for me. And I was finding that I, if I needed to get past a certain level in the game or I needed to get a certain new item to help me move beyond individual levels, I would focus my efforts on that. And I would sit there and spend hours at a time doing that. And my wife noticed that she's oh, you're playing Plants vs. Zombies again? So that was something that uh, kind of came to mind. I'm like, well, if she's noticing it, that's got to be worse than I'm even realizing. So what I ended up doing in that case was deleting the game. So you got to take drastic measures if you want to actually have progress on your niche sites or your online adventures. And if you're wanting to, you know, have progress and get to a point where you're be able able to meet your goals and you have you know you want to have a lifestyle business or you want to be able to work from home and you're trying to get that additional supplemental income now and potentially replace your income down the road playing plants versus zombies or just browsing on facebook isn't going to get you there so despite the fact that you may enjoy that or you may just be so into something that uh, you're focusing your efforts on it, but it's not helping you achieve your goals, you need to realize that, uh, you know, things like that, TV time, you may have particular series like Game of Thrones, my wife and I love watching, that's one of those things that we really love to do and I'm not going to cut that out, but... There's reality shows you might be watching or things like that, that uh, if you're finding that your TV time is interfering with your time for your sites, you're definitely going to need to look at that long and hard and figure out what you can cut out. I'm not saying to cut out everything that you enjoy doing, but just kind of take inventory of what you are enjoying, you know, what really gives you a distraction or gives you, you know, allows your mind to refocus. You know, TV time is great, spending time with your loved ones while you're doing so and enjoying that time together is definitely something, you know, you don't want necessarily want to cut out, but over time there's things you're doing that you could cut out and make time for your projects and focus on them as opposed to, you know, spending time on stuff that really isn't allowing you to make progress. So this week I took a long hard look at that. I've been cleaning up my desk, cleaning up my desktop allowing me to focus my efforts on my projects and the Fulfillment by Amazon project that I want to work on, as well as cutting out things, taking that drastic step to delete apps or games that are not productive for you, not allowing you to make progress on your different projects. If that's what you need to do, do it. Delete the app and don't look back. I found that it was actually liberating for me to do that because... I wasn't actually enjoying the uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2 game that I was playing as much as I had. A, I wanted to get past something. So I had a focus. I had a goal. I was actually doing a lot of good progress towards that, but really what was that buying me? I wasn't enjoying it as much as I really just wanted to complete that goal. 
So it was an example of when you are focused, how you can accomplish different things. I was focused on that, and uh, it was working. I was getting past different levels, and uh, it the focus was there, the effort was there, but I need to focus that same effort on actually succeeding with these different niche projects or online adventures and uh, achieving my goals that will allow me in the future to have more freedom to have the um, income or freedom to do what it is I want to do, spend more time with family and friends, be able to work more from home or whatever that might be for you. You need to focus that effort on those things that are going to allow you to succeed there. So whatever it is you need to do as far as restricting access to websites, cleaning up your inbox, batching your newsletters so that you only receive them at certain times, removing apps or thing games that are causing you to be unproductive. Whatever it is it's going to be for you, you need to take those efforts and actually go forward with them. So again, I'll include some links to some of those productivity tools. And if you're not currently in a mastermind, you may want to look into uh, different ways to start one. And uh, just reach out to other folks in your niches or in your industry and just interact with folks more on a uh, daily or weekly basis and communicate with others. Communicate your goals. The the first step would be obviously to get them down in writing for yourself, but to hold yourself really accountable, you want to actually publish them, whether it's in uh, written form on a blog or reach out to folks. Maybe it's just on Twitter. You're going to say, hey, this is my goal for the week help me get there or, uh, you know, whatever it might be, just reach out to others, get them, verbalize your goals and uh, speak with others. And you'll be amazed that once you actually do write it down and once you do speak with others, that you're going to feel obliged to make progress. And you you don't want to look bad, you know, if you communicate that, hey, I'm going to do this this week and you get to the end of the week and uh, you didn't accomplish anything. You're going to feel bad not only for yourself, but you're going to feel bad that you communicated that and you did not follow through. And the most important part is getting started. So if you have some particular topics or different things that you wanted to work on, choose one or write down several of them. Write them down, rank them in order of what you think you can get the most out of yourself and uh, what's going to be most beneficial to you and, and arrange them in order and pick one. Put the other ones aside, save them for another day, and get started, whether that's registering a website or doing your keyword research, and um, just get started. That's definitely the key. Too too often we get uh, bogged down with the analysis paralysis on all these different ideas, and we never get started. So if you do have some particular topics that you are looking to get into or your next project, Leave the uh, you leave your goals in the uh, show notes for this post at nichesitetools.com forward slash the number eight. And that's one way that uh, you can hold yourself accountable. I will hold you accountable and check in with you to see how your progress went over the week. And I'm sure others that uh, are here reading or listening will do the same. So don't feel uh, don't feel like you're putting yourself out there and you're going to be subject to criticism. That's not that's not what we do here. We are constructive as far as criticism goes and we'll provide feedback and um, positive encouragement to help push you along. So I hope this episode helped give you some ideas to push through your analysis paralysis or shiny object syndrome if you happen to be going through it. 
And if you have any tips or suggestions as well, please leave them in the show notes in a comment. And uh, it'd be great to share those tips and to help others with uh, different ways that you've gotten through that in the past yourself. And two quick things to mention here at the end of the show. If you haven't yet subscribed via email, I'd really appreciate it if you'd head on over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe and put in your best email address there and you will instantly receive my free e-guide on keyword brainstorming. And also, if you do enjoy the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you'd leave a five-star review on iTunes at nichesitetools.com forward slash iTunes. And if you do, I will be sure to give you a shout out at the top of a future podcast episode and I would be greatly indebted to you for doing so. Thank you ahead of time and have a fantastic week.